This is a Hoff Studios podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. April showers may bring flowers, but May showers bring the most epic Taylor Swift concerts of all time. Spring is fully springing, you guys. I'm growing a mustache, and Taylor Swift is dating Maddie Healy, allegedly. I'm also the proud new owner of her watch, even though I can't tell time. But I can tell you that it's time for this week's episode. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Harry Tales. It's mid-May, and I am having a spring awakening, you guys. I'm growing out a mustache. I just got a watch, and there is something in the water, truly. Like, like actually something in the water. Let's start with the mustache. I am growing a mustache, and now that I'm thinking about it and looking around, all I see are mustaches on every guy. So maybe it was like a subconscious subconscious thing where I was like, I need a mustache too, but I also was looking through my archives and I had a mustache in 2020, but I had this like disgusting blonde hair. If anybody remembers that it was 2020. So we were going through it and my hair was uh, reflecting that. And I had a mustache, but I never really gave it the chance that it deserved. And so I was like, should I bring back the mustache? And you know when you an- you ask a poll on your Instagram story knowing that everybody is going to pick the answer that you want and you just want to reinforce the fact that you're going to do it by being like, okay, you guys asked for it. Is that too niche? Are you guys like, Harry, what are you talking about? I asked everybody and 70% of people, 70% of the population at large said that I should bring back the mustache. So I'm just doing what the people want. But... It's day five, I think, with the mustache. And everywhere I go, I'm like, do you like my mustache? And everybody's like, what mustache? I got on family video chat and my mom laughed for like two minutes at the head of the <laughs> at the head of the chat. She was like, you look ridiculous. And I was like, mom, it's OK if you don't see the vision yet, because I do. And it's on my face. So it's coming along. I've been filling it in with boy brow. From Glossier. I don't think that's what you're supposed to do, but I'm doing it. And I will keep you updated on the mustache, but it's adding to this overall spring awakening that I'm having. That's the theme of this week is spring awakening. Not even just like the musical. If you guys are musical theater kids, you know that spring awakening is this like sexy, slutty show about private school kids that sleep with each other or something like that. It's really old. So it I don't think it's private school as much as it's like just school kids wearing uniforms I don't know but I also got a watch and actually I got a watch the same night that I started the mustache I texted my friend Bryn who invited me to the watch dinner (laughs) and I was like by the way I'm debuting the mustache and she was like wait so where's the mustache when I arrived but it's fine because she gave me a watch and it's this beautiful gold watch and I don't wear watches. I don't wear anything on my wrists or fingers. Like I really don't like anything on me. I don't like, like I like to be naked wristed. And so this watch, I'm really giving it a shot and I really like it. It, I still don't think it tells the time. Like right now I think it says, maybe I just can't tell time. Is it five? 
50 I don't even I don't even know if I can okay anyway um I have this watch now it's giving me power and the night I got the watch I went out which I don't really like do as much going out like late night like to a bar after the dinner like you know everybody splits half the people are like I'm not going out half the people are like I'm going out I went out and it was this bar and I met this girl named Kendall with a heart stamped in the middle of her forehead and she was like oh my god you need to meet my friends um and I was like okay are they gay and she was like yeah they're twins and I was like wait what she shows me a picture it looks like two Robert Pattinson's next to each other and I was like okay lead the way where are they are they here she was like, yeah, they're over here. Let me show you. And she brings me over to the twin Robert Pattinson's and I meet them. And then immediately there's like one that's like, we're like, you know, we make that connection. And it slowly over the course of the conversation, I was like, okay, this is, we can't do this because he's a flight attendant. He's 22. He lives in Hudson Yards. And he was like, yeah, I just, I just got off the flight today. Like I, I'm off for three days, thank God. And then I fly back to, and I was like, flying to Chicago gives me jet lag. Like we just can't be, it was like Romeo and Juliet. Also he was, but it was, it was the start. You know what I mean? It was like the start of like getting back out there and like it's spring, like I'm defrosting, I'm waking up. And I was like talking to one half of the Robert Pattinson twins and it felt good. Watch on my wrist, stash on my face, it was a baby mustache. I think he probably had even more of a mustache than I did. But uh, that happened. And then the next day, what? I, I never know my days. I never know the days. Later that week, I got a cell phone from Jose Cuervo. And basically, Jose Cuervo, the tequila brand, is was sending out cell phones Cinco de Mayo just happened. And so they wanted everybody to have a dumb phone for Cinco de Mayo. So they sent me a flip phone that was prepaid until the end of the month. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. I can't wait to just like T9 text. And when I got it, I was like, I do need a guy to text on this. Like I texting one of my friends would be fun, but I need a guy to like send a little like heart to, you know what I mean? A little smiley face. And there's a guy on Instagram, obviously, that I've been talking to for, you know, months in the DMs, obviously. It happens. I feel like I talk about this all the time. And um, Serena's calling. I talk about this all the time where I go on dates with guys from social media and I don't know if it's a date, blah, blah, blah. So I choose one of the guys in my DMs. That sounds crazy, but it's like this guy that I've been talking to. It's Cinco de Mayo. I'm drinking margaritas with the girls. We're playing on my dumb phone. I finally am like, here's my number. Text me. And I give him the number of the dumb phone. So he texts me on the dumb phone. And then I'm just like smitten with my phone, like texting in the corner, like. And we make a plan to meet up and while we're making the plan to meet up, I text him from my real phone and I'm like, Hey, it's Harry on my real phone. Sorry. Like, let's like be real about this. Like we need to like figure this out because <laughs> we were trying to make a plan. We meet up and we're at the bar. We're drinking gin and tonics on the Lower East Side. More like Chinatown-ish, like honestly kind of like Dime Square. And finally I'm like, look, he's really cute. He's like really giggly we're really having a good conversation. And I was like, look, I do this thing where I go out with guys and I don't know if it's a date or not. And he leans in and kisses me. I'm telling you guys, it's the watch, it's the mustache, it's something in the air. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I said that, like he, we like kiss for a second and I was like, okay, cool. So this is a date. <laughs> so we're like on a date. Um, I think that's also just like a weird like bad communication thing on my end like maybe it's like a, a secret protection mechanism because if I don't say that it's a date then I don't need to get nervous about it and I also don't need to like put high stakes on it so I can show up to the non-date date and if it's not a date and we're not feeling it then I can be like oh this was never a date like what are we talking about like we're just getting a drink but then it 
if he's really cute, then I'm like, wait, how do I turn it into a date? Like, how do I make it? How do I make it a date? So I'm glad he, I'm glad he, uh, uh, <laughs> gave me the kiss of approval. So that was, that was really fun. I hung out in the park. I, the next day after that, I was like literally on cloud nine from the T9, cloud nine from the T9. It was a good weekend. <laughs> it was a good weekend. I'm like literally texting him, um, pretending he's my boyfriend, even though he's not, I don't, we, yeah, no, I can't, I can't scratch that, but Life is good right now. It's spring, Sitlali. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling also rejuvenated by the spring energy. Are you feeling any sort of spring awakening in your life? Totally. Yeah. Lots of different things happening. Right? Like, There's yeah. something in the water. Yeah, it's good energy. You have a boyfriend though, right? I do. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you're not like you're not like on the prowl like I am. Okay. No. Um, but I miss the prowl. Love my, the prowl. My yeah, and I'm like my brother is like I was FaceTiming my brother. He's like where everybody's just like everybody's just going for it. Yeah. So um and Taylor Swift, obviously we're going to talk about Taylor Swift, but Taylor Swift is rumored to be dating Maddie Healy and we just don't know if that's real or not, but one last thing about Spring Awakening. It's a funny story. I might have told it on the pod before, but Spring Awakening is a musical. And in college, I was obviously an actress and I went to school for acting. So senior year, I, it was my senior year. I think maybe junior year, but anyway, we had auditions for Spring Awakening and there's two gay characters in it. They have a gay scene. And this gay acting teacher made all of the gay guys audition for that one scene. And so basically he paired all of us up. It's kind of like fucked up. Yeah. It, it, it's it's not, but it is. Kind of. Yeah, it yeah. was it was weird. But it wasn't weird because I got paired with like the hottest guy ever. Oh. <laughs> and I show up and it's typical auditions, right? Everybody's in the in the hallway. There's somebody with the sheet of paper that says who's going next. There's the room that the audition is going to be in. And I show up and I see my name next to this guy's name. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, he's like the hottest guy ever. And I didn't, I don't think I knew, I knew we were going to be doing a scene that involved kissing. But it's one of those things where it's like, are we really going to be kissing if it's just an audition? Like, are we really going for it? But what I learned in college at theater school is that if there is a kiss in the script, you do it. Like you do it. Like I remember once doing another scene with another gay guy mm -hmm. and it was like our first day of rehearsing for the scene for class. And there was a kiss and he did the kiss. And I was like, I was like, Oh, we're doing the kiss now. Dating? This guy yeah. was like, he had a boyfriend and I was like, Oh my God. This is like, of course we're like acting. Right. But I was sure. like, because oh <laughs> we're kissing this whole episode is about kissing. I did have something kind of similar happen when I was like 15. I was, you know, whatever in the theater and play cast opposite. Same kind of deal. This guy I had like a big crush on and the director's like, oh, you know, he'd asked me privately if I'd had my first kiss. And I was like, yeah, no lie. And then we get up there and they're like, oh, why don't you try this out? I'm like, yeah, sure. I can do that. And I got really nervous Wait, and I could your... feel how dry my mouth was. And I kissed him on the cheek and the director was like, Okay, like Wait, I get it. <laughs> We're not doing that. I had my first kiss on stage too. I Danielle mean, it wasn't Newmark. like on the lips. The Music Man. Mine was on the lips. It was that counts. Harrowing. Yeah. I saw her at the club like a couple years ago, Did and you? I was like, "You were my first kiss," and it was funny. But anyway, I get paired up with this guy for auditions, and we—it's just like two, it's just like pairs of gay guys going into this room. The scene is eating grapes and kissing each other, which is like, okay, best. The guy shows up to the audition. He's like, oh, Harry, you're my partner. Do you want to go rehearse? I'm like, okay, my life is literally a movie. Pinch <laughs> me before <laughs> we go lay on the floor of some random classroom and just make out and feed each other grapes. Amazing. I don't know if the grapes, the grapes could be in my... Maybe the grapes were only in the real 
audition room with the director watching. Or maybe I'm just making the grapes up. There was grapes. There was grapes involved. But I just remember we were like making out and then it was like, okay, yeah, that was good. Like, should we like do it again? <laughs> like, I was like, okay, yes, we should. I think we need to like really brush up on this. Like yeah. we should do it at least a couple more times. Mm. Wow. Neither of us got the part. And he just wanted everybody in the department to kiss. Anyway, that's the spring awakening. That's what's happening with me. And now I think we should talk about Taylor Swift because there's a couple of Swiftian things to talk about. Let's start with the big announcement of the week. Taylor Swift announced Speak Now, Taylor's version. It's going to come out on July 7th. And I'm very excited. We need to talk about the cover art for this mm. album. Taylor Swift is going to put on the most amazing performance. She is not going to give you the most amazing cover art. She doesn't it, cover art is cover art for Taylor's versions are just not her strong suit in this new cover art. And the new cover art doesn't have any words. It's just pictures of Taylor, like in the different eras. And this new cover art, there's something up with her hair. And you said a good thing. You said it looked like AI hair. And I think that's so true because I just think it looks like when I give my friend a rat's nest, like when I like tease her hair, like it's giving rat's nest. No, your hair looks so cute. It was okay. (laughs) You know, when you're like, it's, it's like when you sleep on your hair and then you wake up and you have to brush it out but you don't brush it out yet that's what it looks like and somebody on twitter actually photoshopped it to look good and now i can't unsee it every time i scroll by it i'm just like looking at the rat's nest and i wonder if she will do anything about it i know it sounds like obviously harry she's not gonna look at some person's edit on twitter and change her cover art but she's giving rat's nest she's giving somebody said that she looks like john benet ramsey <laughs> i was like oh my god but all of these things i can't unsee like all i see all i see now is john benet ramsey with a rat's nest and i mean she looks good she's serving obviously but speak now is one of those albums that you don't, I don't think of it as my favorite Taylor Swift album, but if you if you look at all the songs on it individually, I would claim some of those songs as like my favorite songs. Like Long Live might be in my top three Taylor Swift songs. Like might be. I think I, I kind of have been tempted to get it tattooed a couple times. Maybe like mm-hmm. Long on one leg, Live on the other leg. Or maybe on different arms. Or maybe just like across the chest, long live. It's just such a good song. Dear John, apparently I saw an article that John Mayer's scared that Taylor Swift's Dear John, Taylor's version is going to bring back the past and haunt him. Another song, Haunted. I did see people have been sending him like, death threats on instagram and he responded to one wait and was really like, do you really want me to die and she was like oh i didn't say i wanted you to die and yeah he was wait like, was this remember, recent there's yeah it was like today like there's there's someone on the other end of this message or whatever no like, way oh, yeah that's Oc- true i guess Oco taco i mean why would you send a message yeah somewhere? like what's the point but it's but... funny when somebody else does but why would you you know what i mean like don't be that person but also like somebody has to do it <laughs> I'm just like, as long as they're far away. She wrote, I always looked at this album as my album and the lump in my throat expands to a quivering voice as I say this. Thanks to you, dear reader, it finally will be. I consider the music, this music to be, along with your faith in me, the best thing that's ever been mine. Yours, Taylor. Because famously, Speak Now is the album that she wrote completely on her own because she was tired of naysayers saying that she didn't write her own music, that Mm -hmm. she was an industry plant. Taylor Swift writes her own music, people. 
she, she's written it before and she'll write it again. Do you think there will be any changes to the lyrics, like any little updates or tweaks or anything? Well, I don't think she does. She doesn't change the lyrics, but she does give us vault songs. And okay. I am I am curious about the vault songs. Yeah. Although the red vault songs, there wasn't like I have yet to find a, a vault song on any of the Taylor's versions. I guess there's only two out right now, but none of the vault songs really call back to me. Like they're never ones that I go to play. That's why they were in the vault, probably. Oh, I mean, oh my god, sit lolly with the real of, tea. Yeah, true. That's why they were in the vault for sure. I'm hoping for a good speak now vault i mean the 1989 vault tracks are going to end lives like Wait. the 1989 vault tracks if one doesn't have muna on it i'm we need we're gonna get a 1989 muna remix or a muna feature like we're getting something with muna i know it that's the closest she'll get to like gay yeah although phoebe bridgers is pretty gay that's a good point. right yeah phoebe well, bridgers is like pretty gay I mean, I don't think she is, but like. Oh, her whole like her whole like, yeah, true. Following, oh yeah, yeah, duh. She's dating like Bo Burnham or like Somebody. Paul Mezcal. Yeah. Or, I can't remember Me- Paul Mezcal. I'll just. Look is it Mezcal? He's been dating. It was Phoebe Bridgers and then Daisy S- Scott. No, who's the girl from Normal People? Okay. Let's see. Um, oh, the only thing that's coming up is the Mezcal Healy stuff. Yeah, Mezcal. M e s c a l. Yeah, Mezcal. Yeah. But like, is I'm she sure. still dating him? All I know is that Taylor was in Nashville when she announced "Speak Now" Taylor's version, and she actually did it on stage. And she was like, "If you guys would just direct your attention to this screen back here," and then it spelled out "Speak Now" Taylor's version. I watched that and had chills. Like everybody screaming for 12 minutes straight was incredible. Exactly what we needed. And I think that was the first night in Nashville. And the first night in Nashville had a little bit of rain. And the third night of Nashville was like the rain show to end all rain shows. Like it wasn't just raining. It was pouring it was pouring rain. And then, of course, at the end, it's pouring rain and Taylor Swift takes her bow. She comes up from her bow and the rain stops because she controls the weather. Taylor Swift controls the weather, amongst other things. But the rain was crazy. And I was just thinking, like, we're all in our showers holding a bottle of shampoo, like giving the performance of our lives. But Taylor Swift is standing in the rain, pouring rain, giving the performance of her life. And I thought that was like, I don't know. She definitely manifested that through her music. She manifests like having a rain show, having such an emphasis on rain and weather that I think the weather bends to her will. Seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. But she was delayed four hours because of lightning finally went on at like 10:30 and she she performed until 2 a.m. and the next day she posted pictures and said, "Well, we had a rain show, blah blah blah." And people are pointing out the fact that she keeps saying "well" at the beginning of every caption. She's like, "Well, well, 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 well." And I don't know what that means, but somebody in the comments was like, "Oh my god, Wellville is coming. Wellvale." Like remember when Woodvale was a theory? I don't. She said, we had our first rain show and it was so much fun. Well, last night was a rush. Well, it's 1124. Well, this is awesome. Well, this took my breath away. Well, guys, it's finally happened. It's just like you you wouldn't, nobody starts a sentence with well. Yeah, not that much. Well, not that much, but also just when do you start a sentence with well? You don't. It, It doesn't make any sense. Well... Well, this happened. I mean, maybe once if yeah, you're like. Maybe once. But she, somebody put together a compilation. There's huh. twelve of them or nine of them right here. Somebody said that the Eras tour looked like Shenyun, oh my God. and I was like, oh my 
God, because it kind of does low key a little bit. But uh, another thing that I saw that's not real is the fact that her makeup could be an ad because it didn't budge once during her rain show, which is one of those things where half of me wants Taylor Swift makeup, but the other half of me is like so glad that she just stays out of that cheap shot. She doesn't do it. She's not taking the money from that. She'll give us the shittiest merch we've ever seen, but she's not going to give us makeup. And I respect that. Somebody edited Taylor Swift era's carabiners. And I genuinely thought they were real and was like going to get them because I thought they're so cute. But people pointed out that for $20, she would sell you one carabiner, not a pack, not f- 10. Yeah. But um, they are really cute. And I was like, since I'm in my kind of like Bushwick, like boots with socks and shorts era, it'd be fun to have like a little carabiner to put my keys on. Have you ever worn your keys on your thing, on your pants? I haven't, no. I'm afraid it'll like rip the... Oh, I'm afraid it'll just be annoying and like jangly. But I think that's the point. I think people want to be like a cat that you can hear coming from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, either you want to be heard coming down the street or you want people to know that you're gay. If you're a woman, but with guys, I think guys do it to be heard. I think women do it to be like, I'm gay. Yeah, send the message or something. Yeah. That's fair. Everything is everything is everything else, you know? Mm. Okay. We're going to take a break, but when we get back, we're talking Maddie Healy and Taylor Swift's past lovers and maybe trying to figure out who she could date not that we have the power to dictate that but i think we could come up with some fun ideas stick around don't touch that dial you're listening to harry fm you guys know i love talking but i also love music which is why i stopped by Popsick for my first ever radio show appearance The host, Romy, and I talk about pop culture, music, being gay as hell, and how all of those things connect, all while listening to my top 10 favorite songs of all time. You can check it out at the link in the description of this episode. Enjoy! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You're listening to Harry Tales, recorded live in New York City. Your one-stop shop for everything you saw on TikTok this week. The only radio station. Harry Tales. And we're back, and we are ready to talk about Taylor Swift's love life. I was just sounding off with the producers. We've got a full room of producers, and we're all throwing our two cents in. And I'm excited to talk about... Well, first, we need to address Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy on May 3rd. The Sun, which is a British tabloid that is known for making shit up, confirmed, quote unquote, that Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy were dating or at least reported it. And at first, everybody was like freaking out, obviously, but nobody believed it. I didn't get the sense that anybody believed it. I thought we were all just like, la la la, the Sun can post whatever they want. Nobody's buying it. But there's a couple things that make the Maddie Healy-Taylor Swift relationship seem plausible. Yeah. And there's this moment that people on TikTok have clocked. Both Taylor and Maddie were seen mouthing the same words on stage. They both mouth something along the lines of, 
you know this song is about you I love you or something like that it's like it's yeah yeah that's basically yeah yeah that's basically what it is they both mouthed it at different times on stage you can see it in the big like projections they don't say it they just mouth it do we know who said it first because I want to say Maddie said it first and Taylor said it more recently just because I think Maddie was on tour and now Taylor's on tour. But I know that they might both be on tour at the same time right now, maybe. Which, that's the other reason why I'm like, how the hell are they going to date? They're both in the middle of touring. And I know that Taylor's getting dinner and walking about and strutting her single self, but like getting into a relationship? I don't know about all that. Seems kind of soon, possibly. It's crazy that I have one night with a mustache and all of a sudden I'm like meeting a flight attendant. You know what I mean? Like Taylor Swift is just on a completely different level. She's, they're both sneaky. They're both being sneaky. But why would they both mouth something like that? Why would they both mouth, I know this is about you? If Maddie did it second, Maddie's trolling us. If Taylor did it second, then something's up. That's what I'm thinking because Taylor Swift isn't going to troll us, but she is going to like, she is going to have fun with it. The other thing is Maddie Healy showed up to her Nashville shows. I think the first night he went on stage with Phoebe Bridgers to play that song. Um... Do they have a song together or did he just go on stage to play? I think he just went on stage to play with her. And then the second night he went and there's this picture of Gigi Hadid and everybody like smiling at Maddie Healy allegedly while Lover plays, while she played Lover. And he's like smiling and like acting all lovey-dovey. There's something... Up. I just don't know if they're both playing with us. I don't know what they're trying to distract us from. There was somebody tweeting about how she's trying to distract us with her Speak Now announcement. I'm just like, something is fishy. Do you think it could be the opposite? That she's like kind of letting this simmer to get engagement and marketing for Speak Now? Well, the interesting thing about the re-releases is that I think it's doing something that nobody thought it would, maybe people thought it would do, but basically she's introducing whole new people, like a whole new generation of people to her old music by releasing it again. And it's more popular the second time around somehow. And with each new post for the re-releases, the number of likes goes up. So like, I think Red got, you know, 9 million likes and this one got 10 million likes. And that says something to me that, like, I don't think she even needs to drum up press or headlines. I think every night on the show, regardless of whether or not she's dating somebody or rumored to be dating someone, is going to provide headlines. Like, we are all just, like, in this. Yeah. She doesn't really need, like, a press machine. Yeah. She is the press machine. She is the music industry. So I'm confused. I don't like not knowing, but, you know, as a gayler, I'm not a gayler stan, but I do drink the juice. I do drink the Kool-Aid. Sometimes it feels like we're never going to know who she's who she's really dating, who she's really loving. It is interesting that she has music that points to certain moments in her life that we can, um, like assign to her past lovers but we will never know if they're actually about that person totally like is delicate about joe alwyn and is cornelia street like a follow-up also about joe alwyn if she's broken up with joe alwyn does it mean that she really is never going to walk cornelia street again i mean to bring up the gayler thing could be carly Kloss. i will say like I was a pretty late comer, honestly, like a late bloomer for the Taylor Swift stuff. And when I heard the song, like, I didn't even read that song as that romantic, more like... Cornelia Street? Yeah, like a deep love friendship or something like that. I could definitely see. I could see. I could see. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. 
I think that one could be like an honest like look back at. I'll never walk Cornelia Street again. Yeah, maybe your friendship kind of dissolved, made you sad. I will say there are some little tidbits of the Gaylor theories that really stick out to me. And one of them is the part in Cornelia Street where she sings um, like, I'm in love with the way the city screams your name. Mm -hmm. And somebody posted that with a bunch of billboards of Carly Kloss. And I was like, okay, like I get it. Joe Alwyn is not ever what he's New never, York City is. He's screaming. never on. Yeah, he's yeah. never on billboards. But like Carly Kloss was, you know, her face is everywhere all the time, yeah. especially, you know, in the past like 10 years right. or whatever. Huh. Very interesting. Worth a thought. Someone puts a little juice in front of you. Well, th- they put Maddie Healy and Taylor Swift in a picture together that like that picture was a complete flop. Like they say that Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy were in the car together and it just, yeah, it's, I mean, there's nothing to see. Like, I think they put it out and like, it's so dark and grainy and like, you really can't see anything. And I just, it's not, it's not real. Okay. But Taylor Swift did take a picture with Maddie's mom. And like, obviously he was there. He was very much there. Nobody's denying that he was like at the era's world tour. He was on stage for, with Phoebe Bridgers. Like, he was there. But it's just, like, in what context? Like, I just don't understand how they would have had time to, like, date. Is he her type? He's such a weirdo. He used to date Halsey. Not saying that that's, like, you know, maybe after Vanilla Joe, she wants, like, Scary Maddie, who's, like, eating raw meat on stage. I do need to read some of these old Tumblr posts from Halsey because they're amazing. And somebody posted them on Twitter to bring them back. So this is what Halsey wrote about Maddie Healy. He doesn't like to cuddle. He likes to grip my hips and pull the fibers of pink tissue and shreds from my lip with his teeth. He throws his hands in the air like a messiah and leans his head out the open window. Easy, breathe, codeine, breeze. We laugh loudly and kiss loudly and moan loudly. He mouths vulgar things that make me giggle in front of our friends. I run my hand along the seam of his tight black jeans beneath the tabletop. He rolls his eyes and smirks at me. We take every opportunity to touch, to feel so secretly, so public. We play like children, tossing my hair, and I climb on his back. We roll spliff after spliff and talk rapidly and vigorously and trip over each other's sentences like a sidewalk crack. He says us like it means amen, and his eyes burn wild with a fire of passion. Um, this is me on my Instagram story after I spend two days with a guy. I always wake up first. I sit at the desk and work quietly and glance at him in the sheets, vulnerable and quiet, soft face, soft sounds, a warm cup of coffee and marmalade light through the windows. Marmalade light. We bond over our love for our brothers. We fight over where the chord change should go. We tease. Oh, we tease. (laughs) He likes clean socks and messy hair, and he runs his finger down my overall straps with a tiger's grin. The thing about Halsey that we need to understand is that, like, she's really good. And, like, we need to give her that because, like, she's insane in the best way. I think she just broke up with her, the guy that she had a kid with. Oh, yeah. Poor Is it thing. G-Eazy? It was not G Easy. Oh, she did okay. not have a kid with G Easy. She wrote a song about not having a kid with G Easy. Oh, there you yeah. go. Okay. It was some guy that she was working with creatively in some capacity. Uh, his name was like Eden or something. Eden. Oh, I see. Alev Eden. Alev. Alev Eden? Question mark. Anyway, Maddie Healy has also dated Aliana Lohan. Lindsay Lohan's little sister, FKA Twigs, um, somebody named Gabriella, and now allegedly Taylor Swift. I just don't know about that. I just don't know about that. But as we were talking about who Taylor Swift could potentially date, one of my producers, Marty, suggested that she either dates Maddie Healy Or she dates a woman and doesn't say anything about it. And the thing about if Taylor were to date a woman, I personally would need 
the Vogue cover. I would need like the big gay Vogue cover. Like I'm gay. Like, or maybe it wouldn't even mean that she's gay. Just that she's like bisexual. If Taylor Swift was bi, (laughs) Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, bisexual icon. Could you imagine that? I could. Okay. So she's been rumored to be dating, to have dated Carly Kloss. Mm -hmm. And another one is Diana Agron. Yeah. And Diana Agron just said it in a Rolling Stone interview. She alluded to the fact that they, I mean, Rolling Stone asked her about it. They asked her, you know, people have said that you guys have dated in the past. And she said, that is so interesting. I, I mean, there have been many stories about my dating life that are so wildly untrue. That's funny. There was that thing that we figured out with Rolling Stone that Rolling Stone would not want to be on Taylor Swift's bad side. Mm -hmm. So Rolling Stone reported on the fact that TikTokers are theorizing that Taylor Swift has queer tendencies. And that made everybody kind of think that Rolling Stone was like inadvertently confirming the fact that Taylor Swift could be gay because they're even reporting on it in the first place. Mm -hmm. If Taylor Swift was so straight and she was like, do not, do not theorize about my sexuality. Rolling Stone would not overstep that and do it anyway. You know what I mean? Like Rolling Stone would only report on something that Taylor Swift not even would green light, but wouldn't be like pissed off at. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'm having like a lot of thoughts come to mind about it, especially like the response is very keep the mystery alive. Yes. You know, it's not really one way or the other. Yes. I could also see a scenario where Taylor Swift might feel like, What if it's right in front of us the entire time and she comes out and she's dating Gigi Hadid or something like somebody that was like even more in our face? Like what if Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are just friends that have babies, but like really Blake Lively and Taylor Swift have been dating this whole time and Ryan Reynolds is gay. And now that I have a watch, I could date him. There are so many possibilities. Sort of the best case scenario, what you just outlined, though. Well, yeah, that was the best case scenario. Yeah. But let's talk about who Taylor Swift could potentially date because she could use some of our ideas. Clearly, she needs help in that. <laughs> she needs so much help trying to find someone to date. Um, another one of my producers was kind of talking about how Taylor Swift transcends the ability to date someone normally. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was... Um, kind of profound because I would say she lost that a long time ago I would say she hasn't been able to date somebody in a very long time I know that (laughs) and this is Harry tale so I can say it is like when I date Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is a weird there's just like weird pressures involved with like sharing your private life with the public on one hand, I want to be like, hey guys, I'm dating this person or like I'm having so much fun with this person, like da 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 da. But the other half of me is like, let me keep this secret, let me keep this private so that we can keep it alive and going and we don't have all these outside voices. Apparently, lavender haze, the meaning of it, like lavender haze is, is about when you're so in love with somebody that like all of the noise from outside fades away and you're only able to like be with the other person and she sings about all of these things that are so like hairpin trigger is definitely like a gay gaylers listening will be like hairpin trigger um she's sending us mixed signals and she knows that we the pressure that she must feel knowing that we dissect every single thing she says whether it's a caption on twitter or a lyric in a song that would freak me out totally could you just imagine people paying that close attention to every single thing you say like wouldn't it make you want to not say anything until you're ready to like fully speak now (laughs) completely and that's why i was thinking like she's in this position even with rolling stone where like can she even say something if she wanted to especially if it's on a topic that could feel like i don't know if she says like something that probably shouldn't be controversial like oh i'm i'm actually not gay could that 
be seen because she has so much celebrity as like saying it's bad to be or something like that. Like the way that people read in so much, oh, like maybe she feels like it's just dangerous to really say anything. Interesting. Yeah. On the other hand, if she did come out, do you think that that would affect her public standing? Mm. Like, I think that it yeah. really would. I think there's yeah. a lot of people and we don't want to admit it that are, you know, would be pissed if she was gay. Yeah, I think so. Which is why Sean Mendez hasn't come out because I don't think he's allowed to because I think he's contractually obligated to be a straight male singer. But or maybe what if Taylor Swift also has the same contract? Like, what if there's contracts that we don't know anything about? These are the questions that it's like if I had like, you know, a genie in a lamp, I would be like, fuck a wish. I want to know. <laughs> are pop stars contractually obligated to not disclose their sexuality if it if it like would affect their market share? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I do think there is like almost a social contract, though, that. Like, even to the point of the dating casually thing, whether it's right or it's wrong or, like, you want to be able to take it back or not, there is some kind of agreement of, like, okay, I'm trading some of my privacy for, like, all of the money and celebrity and whatever in the world, but, but like, I'll never have a casual date ever again, probably. Okay, but going back to this casual thing, like, we can sit around all day and be like, oh, like, I'm just seeing this guy, like... Like, it's so casual, it's whatever. Mm. Are we able to extend Taylor that same grace to casually be seeing Maddie Healy? It's just different because it's Maddie Healy and not some random guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. what if this? It, what if Taylor is in the same exact spot I'm in right now, yeah. which is like, you made out a couple times, you're like, you're giddy over okay. a text message, but like, it's nothing, it's nothing too deep. What I if mean, that's her with Maddie Healy? Like, it could be. It's just the stakes are so high. Yeah. I think, you know, like, I don't know if you've had this experience, but sometimes after a long relationship, you're like, okay, I need a little cigarette yes, break. Yeah, like, yeah. I need a little something <laughs> yeah, bad. Yes, bad for me. Yes. Talk, that seems like what oh, Maddie Healy could kind of yes, be. Like, I know okay. that's no, terrible. He's no, no, a no, person. No, but, no, no. That's, no, no, no. But I don't think he would mind you saying that. He is the human he wants to be maybe he is the epitome of cigarette break yeah totally for and sure like the halsey thing taylor's reading that and she's like she, i could do a little yeah of that oh i would love if taylor got into her halsey bag and she was like we're drunk off of each other's <laughs> necks like <laughs> wow yeah that's that's a really good point i really like could that be. could be <laughs> totally but you don't want to smoke long term. You, but you don't Personally. want to smoke long term. Yeah. Beautiful analogy. That's great. Okay, so you also you brought up that maybe she could date an athlete. <clears throat> and so I just want to go through quickly who she's dated because I feel like we could get to some sort of answer about who she should ultimately date because I love the idea of athlete. And I mm. think Taylor would love it too because... I don't think she's dated an athlete before, but we're going to double check. I don't think she has, though. Um, let's see here. Okay, we've got the complete timeline of Taylor Swift's dating history. So the first one, of course, is Joe Jonas. Um, that was cute. Good for her. For I think he's a lot of uh, the songs on Fearless, mm -hmm. I think, are about him. Lucas Till, I don't know if they actually, they apparently dated for a couple months. He was hot as fuck. Whatever happened to him? Let's and then Taylor Lautner. Okay, so she did musician, actor, actor, back to musician with John Mayer in 2009, and then rumored Corey Monteith. So she really is oscillating between actor, singer, actor, singer, actor, yeah. singer. Jake Gyllenhaal, of course, how could we forget Adam Young. So Owl City's Adam Young never officially dated Taylor. So I don't know why he's on this list. But again, another musician. Basically, um, Enchanted was written about the guy from Owl City, which is a fun fact. If you guys don't know that, that's going to be the dinner fact this week. If you guys don't know, the song Enchanted by Taylor Swift is written about the guy that sings Fireflies. 
So take that with a grain of salt. He actually uh, released his own cover of Enchanted. So it's like mm-hmm. Owl City Enchanted. It's kind of it's kind of a serve. Like if you want to go listen to it, um, it's on YouTube. You can go find it. I definitely thought you meant the movie Enchanted was written oh, about him. Oh, uh, like, no, 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 no. The song by Taylor Swift. So after that, Cord Overstreet reportedly went on a date, but I don't think that they ever dated. He was hot too. Mm. Um, she really is into. She really. Eddie Redmayne, I don't think these are confirmed. I don't think her and Eddie Redmayne ever dated. Zac Efron, they never dated. Connor Kennedy, so Connor Kennedy, (laughs) that was a moment. She was fully in her, like, housewife bag. She was wearing those vintage-ass outfits. She was dating a Kennedy. She was buying up real estate on Rhode Island. She was doing the Jackie Onassis serve that she's always wanted to do. That was real. She was a real one for that. He was hot too. Whatever happened to him? We need like, where are they now for these, for these guys? Harry Styles. I could also see them doing like a little comeback moment as well. I could see him being on 1989 in some capacity just for like the thrill of it all. I don't know how much longer she's going to drag these out, though. Like, are we getting reputation in, like, 2025? Because Speak Now is coming out this summer. 1989 would probably be next, and then it would be reputation. But it's giving, like, she's dragging it out. Also, she's got to have the capacity to, like, do, you know, all of the recording and, like, clearly, like, all the press and, like, rollouts and... So I don't know. Reputation 2025. Is that the last one? That's the last that was, one that okay. she needs to re-record. Yeah. Those vault tracks are also going to slay. Calvin Harris. That was a good one. Tom Hiddleston and Joe Alwyn. And now maybe Maddie Healy. But based on all of those things, based on all of those exes, Taylor Swift hasn't had an athlete boyfriend Mm -hmm. or girlfriend I really like that idea because an athlete would be able to keep up with Taylor's insane schedule because he or she would also have I love that I'm like he or she like like she's not gonna date like a hunk like if she dates an athlete it's gonna be like the hottest guy we've ever seen right and I think it makes sense with their schedule it makes sense with I feel like athletes also have to have the kind of like stamina and like um, drive that it takes to like get out there on the field and crush it. And I feel like Taylor does that. Yeah. I think from like a youth relatability thing, like they both didn't necessarily, what am I saying? An athlete and Taylor, probably neither of them like were born into their celebrity. They had to like work hard for it, maybe have some similar kind of drive or something yes. like you have to beat the odds that could yes. be kind of nice too. yeah relate yeah they both like yeah i mean she i was gonna say maybe an athlete wouldn't have had a traditional upbringing but like athletes i feel like start in their like 20s start like playing professionally in their 20s yeah professionally but i think like a lot of sports people start when they're babies super young. yeah yeah football they're like tackling each other they're like seven it's like oh my god yeah that's some brain damage but I think I really like that idea. I'm not uh, uh, aware of any athletes. Yes, so that's same. kind of our, our roadblock here is like, I don't, um, okay, let me think of an athlete. Um, um, there's that one, oh, there's basketball players. There was that one basketball player who, was really tall there's the only one i know pete davidson oh well tall. oh, oh okay who <laughs> only because <laughs> i said it last week and then learned a little gabrielle union's husband oh i have learned is Dwayne wade Dwayne wade who does yeah basketball, who plays basketball okay or played i don't know okay imagine taylor swift with tiger woods whoa <laughs> yeah there like, you go yeah i'm telling you i don't know athletes 
Oh God, I'm hot. Um, <laughs> uh, who's that swimmer? Oh, Michael he's gay. Phelps. Oh, 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 Taylor Swift and Michael Phelps. I could get behind. He definitely needs money. He was like doing COVID commercials. Oh, really? Yeah, he needs the money. I mean, not, not that he would get money from dating Taylor Swift, but like, I'm sure he could score better brand deals than COVID. No. <laughs> COVID. Do you remember those commercials where no, it was like I don't think I saw those. It was like they were like holding COVID like physically like the like ball of like <laughs> of like disease. Like they were like like it was like pink in her living room like COVID like catching it. Like it was like a ball of like Oh, I see. Yeah. It's it was kind of weird. Very weird, but yeah. um Okay, so we are going to keep thinking on athletes for Taylor Swift. Um I'm trying to think if I've ever dated an athlete. Um, an athlete. I mean, short answer, no. But there was a guy on the rowing team in high school. Mm-hmm. There was a skateboarder who's hot. I think skateboarding might have been added to the Olympics recently. So no way. Count it. Skateboarding at the Olympics. Oh, I'm Tony like Hawk. Dancing. Tony Hawk oh, and Taylor cool. Swift. What if she went out with like a crazy guy? Like... um. Who's the guy from Jackass? Uh, Johnny Knoxville. He's hot. Yeah. She agreed. could that that would be another good smoke break. Mm. Johnny yeah. Knoxville, yeah. that would be hot. Johnny Knoxville or Knox? Knoxville. Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. That was like one of my first crushes. That's a deep cut for me. Yeah. yeah. Johnny Knoxville. Huh. Yeah, but I do like this idea of Taylor Swift taking a smoke break after mm. Joe Alwyn. You did say something about how we're acting like Taylor Swift can either be dating somebody with their own life or like somebody that is mm. kind of just in Taylor's kitchen, stay-at-home dad vibes. Yeah, I think Taylor would want somebody who has his own life. I don't think Taylor wants somebody that is not busy, and that could be one of the reasons for... There's no the thing about Taylor's men is that there's no room for them to get in there and like say their own piece, which, you know, there's just no room for it. Right. So it's kind of like, it is very one-sided and Mm -hmm. obviously I'm going to stand with Taylor no matter what, but like there is a part of me that wants to know like what Joe Alwyn has to say. Like if Joe Alwyn went on 60 minutes and like, talked about Taylor Swift and like what happened to their relationship like we would tune in because we want to know yeah so but I don't think at least going forward Taylor Swift would ever engage in a relationship where well okay maybe not because the Maddie Healy thing but where the other person wouldn't like be comfortable respecting that desire to desire from her to not like be allowed to speak up or something like that that's kind of why i think even if like maybe she doesn't fully want to admit it to herself having someone who's more able to just like follow along with what she's doing or something not having their own thing oh, it just like i get what you're saying so joe alwyn is busy he's making movies but he's but, like, not he's doing not. he's not on instagram he's not yeah. doing a bunch of press that isn't about his acting yeah like, he is kind of quiet. Or, I don't know if that's – he always would have been or if it was just, like, a function of the relationship. But that, to me, seems like something that, with that much celebrity, she would appreciate to have, like, another quiet boyfriend or something. Yes, that makes sense. You think she's, like, putting gag orders on these guys? Kind of. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, only time will tell. Mm-hmm. Um, June is coming up, famously Pride Month. Um, you know, there was a couple years ago when Lover was coming out mm. that apparently was supposed to be her coming out album, and then it couldn't happen for there was a reason I don't remember what it was, but like something fishy about Lover. I just don't think she's gay, but she could be, and uh, we'll leave it at that. So I think Taylor Swift, final verdict, should date an athlete. I think that would be great. I think, okay. she, and I think she likes she likes a hot guy. Oh yeah. If we know anything, Taylor Swift loves a hot guy. Mm. Good for her. Who doesn't? 
you know who doesn't these days so true and uh maddie healy's hot i think maddie healy's hot it's definitely yeah, like he's got a vibe it's definitely like you know up to the you know it's up to your taste mm-hmm. he's definitely a freak yes but Give me a- good smoke break we'll leave it at that and we'll uh keep you updated if taylor comes out or starts dating tiger woods i hope everybody has the most amazing week and uh we'll talk to you next week so ta-ta for now mm-hmm. Thank you.